As you all may well know, sometimes the music we listen to here on Juggalo Judgment may stray into the territory of uh, various bigotries that we prefer not to just leave hanging and instead take head on as best we can. As such, uh, we recommend that you uh, exercise some discretion in your listening. One could say that listener discretion is advised. Holy shit! We've got an episode today. Do we ever? Yeah. It's, it's not a major release, we'll say. No. It's it's a release. This is Juggalo Judgment. This is Juggalo Judgment. <laughs> I gotta learn to like actually just announce Juggalo Judgment first, because I'm really bad at that. Right. And I just wanna start talking. As but soon as we hit ten at, seconds and I point to you to start talking, just I literally just Juggalo, like, Juggalo Judgment. judgment. <laughs> oh and we clipped clip sorry. The mic like you just did. Yeah, it's cool. It's all good. Um This is Juggalo Judgment. I am Mike. I'm Shmeev. And we uh, take some time out of our busy weeks to listen to some music of the Juggalo variety, take some notes, think of what's significant, what we like, what we don't like, and uh, talk we, about we, it. We, we, we judge them. I had uh, a bit of a time getting time to listen to this. <laughs> Technically, I had all day yesterday, but then I just didn't do it. So. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I, I was going to come home yesterday at about nine o'clock because I never take my notes at a proper time. Like, earlier in the week. I always wait until the night before. And then I got a phone call to go and hang out with a friend, which turned out to be, like, three hours long. So at midnight, <laughs> I'm there with my with my notes and my my pad and everything, just taking these notes. And I'm like, woof. I woke up early this morning <laughs> and went out to go and buy a new cord for my microphone so we could do this. No stores open until 11 o'clock on Sunday. Because it's a Sunday, yeah. Also, they didn't have it. I had to go somewhere else. Oh. <laughs> See, I told you, I was out yesterday. I, I hit GameStop on the way. It was fine. Uh, okay. It was on the way, so. Um. But no, uh, so I, I did my second listen while <laughs> <laughs> I was out doing that, yeah. <laughs> um, we're, this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, but I, I do have a couple things I want to talk about. What uh, are we talking about? We're going to talk about... Well, the album itself we're talking about is going to be Forgotten Freshness Volume 1. We're not doing Volume 2, even though this is a double disc. Um, we're going to cover that uh, in our next episode. But um, we did officially do our... Um, because we're a couple weeks ahead, obviously. Uh, we did our drawing today for yes, Fearless Fury and Flip the Rat. Um, so shout, shout out, out to Tim Henderson. Yes, it's yours. Yes, uh, we've already contacted you. You've already responded, which is cool. Um, a roach rider for life, that's Tim dope. Henderson. Um, one thing I really want to point out, though, is Tim uh, was the first person to actually message us into like for the contest, um, and had one entry, which is cool a as shit. Single like, entry from from a Facebook follow. So you know what? That just shows that anybody can win. That means that I could potentially win the twisted ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> one in one thousand this would probably be going up around that time maybe a little bit before then i have a chance to win the be born to rich parents lottery maybe not maybe it's too late <laughs> for me actually i think that you have passed uh that's it had an expiration date it's my one entry yeah <laughs> shit so um a couple uh couple things uh on a, on a bit of an off topic have you listened to anything else uh 
aside from Forgotten Freshness this week? Anything in This week? Yeah. Just Ugh. anything else that you just, like, you randomly got and was like, oh, this is dope. Uh, uh have I picked up anything new recently? Or is it just you listening to podcasts at work and stuff? Picked up Cindy Lauper recently. Nice. I was out uh nice. I was out at the exchange and I heard a song and I was like, who actually it's a song that I've 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 heard a lot and right. I knew it and I was like, I love this song. Who the fuck it was Cindy Lauper. Oh, and nice. I was like, Hell yeah, it wasn't Girls Just Wanna Have Fun, it was the other one. Oh. Uh but yeah. Was this before or after WrestleMania? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Now, most of my most of my free time where I've been doing stuff, I have been listening to uh, videos and podcasts. You know what I've been listening to a lot? What? I throw Hulu on. Mm-hmm. And I listen to Seinfeld at work. <laughs> <laughs> I throw on episodes I... of Seinfeld because you don't really need to watch them. You just need to hear you them. You just hear the jokes. Yeah. Okay, and and you know what's going on. AJ. <laughs> I, I never got into Seinfeld, but that's that's just me. Um, I myself, I, I've been taking time to uh, listen to some albums that I've gotten over the last couple months i just got one uh i got a free album actually from buckshot and uh boondocks under the name turncoat dirty um the hell's kitchen uh ep and if anybody got that it's like you guys know it's really fucking good um they uh it was a free cd for spending like 50 dollars on buckshot's site oh i really like doing that because like oh yeah just a way for me to throw money (laughs) and it works but it's a really good cd and some like I don't know if it's all of them, but most of the instrumentals are taken from other popular songs. Oh. Like the one of the last songs, is, it takes uh, the song "Who's the Dif- uh, or "What's the Difference" rather from Dre two thousand one, and that has such a good instrumental; it's fucking perfect. Um, so I was listening to that. I did just get uh, Dirtball's new album, uh, Skull Hollow, which um, Dirtball was a former member of the Cottonmouth Kings, um, and I've always liked his solo stuff. He was my favorite King member. But I made a post on my Instagram. I didn't even know that it was going to be signed when I got it in, so that was really cool. Hot uh, damn. But look at this. I have a picture. If you go onto my Instagram, which is just straight at Juggalo, um, we're going to take a picture of me from 2012 where I met Dirtball. Steve just recoiled because he saw, I'm assuming, my ensemble. <laughs> I met Dirtball at the uh, at the Chaos and Chronic tour on 420 weekend. Your hair is back to that. I Yeah. <laughs> It was it was a thing. So if you want to see a picture of me with interesting hair and almost no facial hair and a weird ass getup, just baby go to baby face. Yeah, I had, I had some baby face. Um, I had a thinner face too. I got fat. Um, go onto my Instagram at Straightish Juggalo. It's really fun. Uh, and a big thing that I really want to talk about, and this is why I didn't tell you about this before we started recording. Here we go. You're aware of the. Um, Violent J solo tour that happened earlier this year, correct? You brought it up. You said him and Shaggy were like one day. Yeah, they were two days apart. Two days apart. Uh, in, yeah. tw- uh, in the Pittsburgh uh, area. Uh, Violent J's show was on the 27th of January, which was the Royal Rumble. Yes. Which is why I was like, oh fuck, I can't go because the Royal Rumble's important as shit. And it was a good pay-per-view, so it was, that was fine. Um, I didn't go to Shaggy's because I was working. <laughs> Well, Violent J's Is that tour, the only reason? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would have gone to see Shaggy gone? Solo. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Um, <laughs> well, Violent J's tour got canceled. Oh. After, like, I think the first week and a half of shows, something like that. Uh, it was him and Isham doing a tour, and it got canceled. So a lot of people were bummed. Um, now, mind you, ICP's tours in the last couple of years have been a bit sketchy um 
some people are thinking that Violent Jay is having some issues again. Um, I mean, mm. he does have panic attacks, so yeah. Um, for whatever reason, we didn't get a, an actual reason. That's um, why the White Stripes don't tour anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, Meg White has uh, has the anxiety Straight issues. Up, like, yeah. Okay, can't can't uh, um, do that. So we didn't get a real reason as to why it's canceled. Um, but something that happened is on these solo tours, both Shaggy and Jay's. If you did VIP, you would get a special EP, a solo EP. Um, Shaggy's was Gloomy Sunday, which I've heard a lot of people have not gotten because they didn't have enough pressed, like, for the VIPs. Oh. So there's people that are still waiting on these. Mind you, this tour's been over for about a month and a half, almost two months. Um, oh, and Violent J's, uh, was the Brother EP. It was supposed to be called Black Eyed Kids. It became Brother. Uh, it was only available for that, like, week and a half or whatever, and then they had some at the Juggalo Day weekend. Sure. Um, back in February. Um, so... <laughs> I saw you make a post about that. So I'm gonna go on the on Fago Lovers, which is where I get a lot of my current uh, info. Uh, they made a post concerning the Violent J Brother EP. It is <laughs> there's people that were spending like hundreds of dollars on this shit on eBay. Jesus Christ, because it's a big fucking deal. Um, so they are. Okay, let me let me try and skip ahead a little bit. Few only copies existence were from the first few tour dates, and a handful that were available at merch booth during Juggalo Weekend. This Wednesday, March twenty seventh. Sorry to date it. Um, you can finally purchase yourself a super rare brother EP, but it's far from free. That shit costs twenty five dollars, and yes, that's a lot. But you can always just take the pass option. I'm pointing out this is directly from ICP's post. So one of ICP's people. Like, whether it's Kevin Gill or, or Keegan, whoever. They are the ones who posted this. Okay. The Brother EP costs $25 because the thousand CDs we're selling are the only copies left and the only copies Psychopathic will ever press. Oh, and also because you'll have a one and... One and five. One in five chance of scoring a bonus CD that's even more rare than the Brother EP. In fact, it's five times as rare. Yes, it's true. 200 of the final 1,000 Brother EPs we're, we're selling come shrink-wrapped with an additional two-song CD entitled Steve Meets Abu. I know you're thinking, what the fuck kind of song title is Steve Meets Abu? Well, according to Violent J, it's a fresh one. Also on the Steve Meets Abu CD is another song with a strange title, The Frog. So the only way to actually score the Steve Meets Abu CD is with luck. <laughs> Should be face palming right now. To prove only 200 copies of the Steve Meets Abu CD exist, Violent J has signed and personally numbered each and every one of the 200 copies. So if your CD says number 158, you can absolutely be sure that you're the only person on Earth with that CD. Now we know some of you ninjas are hardcore and will purchase multiple copies. So for those that do, we guarantee that every purchase of five brother EPs placed on the same order will come with at least one copy of Steve Meets Abu. Get your brother EP this Wednesday and hopefully get your Steve Meets Abu CD with it. So, um, I, uh, I'm going to say this. Don't do it. I'm going to say this. I'm wondering if Don't do it. one of the reasons that this is costing $25 is A, do not do it, to recoup from 
uh, ticket losses from his tour. Mm-hmm. Or, if anybody doesn't know uh, Pledge Music, which ICP was utilizing for the Fearless Fred Fury Flew the Rat release, uh, Pledge Music is a bunch of shit because they didn't fucking pro- properly pay the artists um, any of the money and B, did not give any of the people the shit that they ordered, which is why I was still waiting on my um, signed copies of Fearless Fred and Flip the Rat. Um, I'm wondering if that's one of the reasons why this is costing $25. Also, um, saying that if you're ordering five, at least one copy will have that CD. No, only one should. Because if somebody's randomly throwing in, like, two copies... But, like, towards the end, somebody <laughs> buys five and they don't get one. Yeah. They're going to be pissed. Yeah, that'll that'll throw it all out there. So what I'm saying is, if anybody wants to talk to me about buying a Brother EP, because my dumbass is probably going to order five. Don't do it. Um, do not do it. And I'm not going to charge you out the ass for shipping. You will get beat down in the parking lot after work one day. Will not happen. It won't be me. It will not happen. <laughs> I'm sure I can run away from Rachel <laughs> quick enough. She'll run you down in her Volvo. You know what? Then I would be dead, and guess what? I won't have debt. Uh-huh. So I don't care. You cannot die. You can only wish to. Bro- Brother EP, hit me up. Because I'm probably going to do it, but I'm not going to be an asshole and charge $50 like pricks on eBay. I just want a copy of Steve Meets a Boo. I'm gonna do it. I'll fucking do it. Until they put it on Forgotten Precious Volume 6 and then it's I get so pissed off. Exactly. It's, just don't do it. Steve, you don't know the collector life. I don't? No. No? No. Mm. No. Hmm. Sure. I'm just looking around this blank room. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Enough about that and my poor financial decisions. We're going to get into some actual judgment. It's forgotten of, freshness of, time. Of, of the music variety and not me. <laughs> so, again, uh, this, again, that's why I wanted to have this on record and not just be a throwaway thing before we started recording. So I couldn't kill you on air. Pretty much. <laughs> so, Forgotten Freshness Volume 1 and 2. Obviously, we're only doing one. Just Forgot- one. Um, this album was released uh, in 1998. It sure uh, was. It's right up there. Yep. It's literally right on the screen. Yeah, I don't trust that. Well, <laughs> that's all what you input for it. So. That's true. Uh, Forgotten Precious Volume 1. This is technically a re-release. Um, there was already a Forgotten Precious Volume 1 that came out, I think, a couple years prior. Really? Um, it was a local release, obviously. and uh, um, Was it different? There is a slightly altered track list. Oh. Um, but I think some of those songs end up getting put on other stuff in the future. So okay. um, we might get to there eventually. I'm talking like way fucking like long from there 30 years uh i mean it almost feels like 30 years have passed yeah um between those so um forgotten freshness is literally just a compilation of songs that um were not on albums or or not on like full releases things like that um because uh this cd was put out by island to kind of help give more exposure um you know um with island or ICP being on Island, um, Island was also taking all of their old uh, back catalog, the stuff that was only released in Detroit, 
and putting it out nationally. So people outside of just Detroit were able to get like Terra Wheel and Tunnel of Love and, and all that shit, Ringmaster, all that good stuff. Right on. Um, so even though we were going in order and seeing their evolution, really, of like their style, of their lyrical content, this is kind of a hodgepodge because it's just stuff from fucking old shit. Yeah. To... How, how far back does this go? Um, I think on this album, I think, let's see. I think the earliest that we get is 93. And that is? Uh, Dead Pumpkins. Oh, I mean, it, that that is oh, like sorry. in the era of, what, what era? Oh, uh, so 93 would have been after, around Beverly Kills, I think. Beverly Kills, oh, so Carnival of Carnage. Yeah, yeah, because okay. Ringmaster Makes was 94. Sense, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks on, on this album in particular, everything is between 93 and I think 96? Maybe a little bit later, because I see Miz around here. Um, but yeah, so the great thing about the Forgotten Freshness albums is, um, and I'll be referring to it, in the booklets they give a little bit of a description about like the songs themselves and why they may have been uh, taken off of albums. And I really like that, so I'll be referring to it. So um, I don't think that there's much else to talk about. We're, we're already going a little bit later than I expected, because I wanted to talk about some other shit. We were kind you of sure did. out. You just are not happy with me right now. You know, you should have saved it till the end. No. Anyway. No, we're, 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 I had to, I had to get it out of the way. It was building oh. up. But it's that time, so uh, crack open your Fagos. Hell to the air. Ooh. Ooh, that was nice. That was we're, on a, we're on a return to form for this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've been thirsty. For the last two hours, I held off cracking this open. It's still cold, so I feel good. But let's get into it with track number one, Hey Vato. Hey, bitch boy! What you doing around here, you little bitch? Don't you know you are a clown girl, bitch boy? Fuck some fuck down! We all got clown little bitch face! Hey, what's his name? Bitchy, you down with the clown, bitchy? You better run your little bitch ass home, you little punk ass bitch. Yeah, that makes you sick, psycho sick, psycho sick. In due time, it gets inside your brain, psycho sick insane. Who's to blame for what they've done? Ain't the one, ain't the done. I'm the jagala, gala, garoni. I told you whenever mm. I first listened to this, <laughs> I was th- like three songs in and I was like, these songs are so fucking long. <laughs> They're really 
fucking long. That happens with a lot of their earlier stuff, if you notice. And, you know, I can dig a long song. Uh-huh. I like a lot of long songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually those songs, like, have, like, they they, they cover change a change. Yeah, they cover, yeah. like, a wide variety of things happening right. in them. These do not. Yeah. Uh, even, even, like, some of the uh, ICP ones that I like, uh-huh. uh, like, you know, usually it's an ending song or something like right. that where they ride out on something for a while. And I'm like, I'm cool with this. Yeah, because it's meant to be a great But this opens finale. with three of them in a row, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's funny. Like, I like the hook. It's, it's one thing whenever there's a song that sometimes goes too long, but I also, like, I hate whenever there's a song that is short and I want it to go longer. Oh, there's that, like, yeah. I feel like I have that more than anything, but not, obviously not this one. This is a, what, this is about a almost five minute long song. Yeah. I usually have um, issues with uh, prog metal bands who will drop like a really <laughs> nice groove somewhere in it, uh-huh. but it's like for three seconds before they switch it to something else. I'm like, just let me jam for a little bit, please. <laughs> um, give, so, me a, give me eight bars. <laughs> this song is primarily Violent J. We do get a little bit of Shaggy towards the end. A little bit. Um, but nothing to to like really write to your mom about. Um, but I, I did write that I like the simple rhyming because with like the tempo, mm-hmm. I, I just think it works. Um, did you know that this is actually a beginner song, or rather this was a, a, a prelude to what became a much more famous song? Really? Yes. So directly from uh, Forgotten Freshness Volume 1's Leonard. Is it Clown Love? No. It is not. Okay. Because, I was hoping. Because Clown Love was a shaggy song. Yeah. Um. Are you saying that he can't? No. Take something? This song was originally recorded for ICP's second album and second Joker's card of the Ringmaster. For some reason, ICP didn't like this song, so they wrote new lyrics to the beat and called it Walkin' Round. They didn't like that version either. I was like, I don't recognize that one at all. Finally, they changed the beat around again and wrote new lyrics and called it Wagon Wagon. wagon. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. Yep. Yeah, you can kind of hear some of it in the chorus uh, in the background. Um, But uh, Wagon Wagon is a much better song. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Wagon Wagon makes more sense for Ringmaster's theme. Yeah. Um, Hey Vato literally just sounds like something that would be on a a, a fucking hodgepodge album. It could have been like, if you would have put this on Beverly Kills, I could have probably understood. I could see that, yeah. Um, Just because of like, this still kind of has that, um, where they're more like ghetto, Mm -hmm. not clowny at all even though you do have some of the clown sounds towards the end right like right before the the shaggy part yeah um but it's it's definitely not as much no no it's it's this is pre like rental box <laughs> so i have a question uh, about an the insane clown posse as a whole okay uh i could have brought this up in like a lot of other things but you know it wasn't until like around here where i started really really thinking about it mm-hmm they reference a lot of, like, different gangs that I assume were in the area. Okay. Uh, they give shout-outs to them. They yes. do it in Hocus Pocus. Yes. Uh, and they drop a lot of, like, references to gang signs and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, the Forks Up, Forks Down one in particular isn't actually, like, the gang sign. It's their own, like, sort of appropriation of it and such. Well, the Forks Up, Forks Down was a gang sign that in particular was not oh those individually i believe are oh, okay however but forks up forks down was their own thing that they took off of, that they, they spun put it on the ringmaster yes like that's on his thing but the question that i'm trying to lead to here okay. is were they actually like 
cool with a lot of these gangs? Or is this like if I was like shouting out MS-13 in episodes? Shout out to MS-13. Oh my god! No. Don't do that. Uh, um, you know what? I, I don't know. The thing is, is, I mean, obviously they were... God, this was... Okay, so this is bef- around Ringmaster. Before Ringmaster, technically. Sure. So this was at a point where they're just, like, doing their own thing. And I'm sure that they knew people from from some of these gangs. Or maybe they're just making names up of gangs. The Counts were a gang. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, I, I know nothing. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I know nothing about that stuff. Um. Oh, from uh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Convoys. The Joker's X-Men. Cobra's X-Men counts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I feel like they were probably just doing their own thing and it was probably just, like, their name dropping because it fit the rhyme scheme or whatever. So maybe they didn't, like, maybe they weren't cool with some of these people. Maybe they were. I don't fucking know. I don't <laughs> think that Jay actually says any of that in the Juggalo Bible. Um. Okay. So, and I, d- I did see something where it was like, oh, um, like, oh, they, they, refer- they, they do a lot of like references to like, like Hispanic or Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. Like what, what album was it where they're like in the very beginning you hear, uh, you hear Shaggy talking with like a Mexican accent, like about other, like, oh, he ate too many burritos or something like that. I don't remember. I don't remember what you're talking like, about. But somebody pointed that out and I think. I think they said it's like Rude Boy is actually Hispanic. And so he was like more from that area. And so since they hung around him so much, like uh, okay. they, they saw that. It was the Latin was... counts, by the way. Oh, the Latin counts. Okay. <laughs> um, I was, I was so... like, I think that's what it is. I just need to do a quick look up and confirm. I'm not well versed in all of this shit. By the way, if I'm wrong on, on my shit too, please tell me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just not curious, like, like exactly uh, yeah. like where... You know, obviously, anybody can just, like, know about all that stuff and just throw it out there. I want to know if, like, this was a thing where they were, like, cool with somebody or if they were cool know. with them in general. Or if, like, every time they did that, it was entirely possible that it would be the last time that they ever said something because somebody was going to roll on one of their fucking concerts. I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard any new cut Calhoun stuff, but I don't think he has the strange music playing at the end, you know, so yeah. he's not shouting out to them, but right. I heard they're cool. Oh, yeah, they're cool. Yeah. They're cool. And him and Strange, they're cool. Let's get to track number two, Dead Pumpkins. So that, that the answer to my question is just shrugging as hard as possible. That's basically <laughs> it. If anybody knows, yeah. I want to know. Yeah. I want to fucking know. Just, yeah. just hit us up. Yeah. Dead Pumpkins. I know you love this one. Jay, do you have a Halloween story for the class? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was this boy, and he lived in his house. And um, tell me how you feel. One day, and, and then when he woke up, um, when, when he woke up, he was he was buried up to his head in the dirt, and um, he couldn't move. Mike loves this came God, I just but there is instead of the man helping him out, the so man just started kicking him, kicking him in his face over and over, and then he got the lawnmower, and then he. Take a cheat, don't ever. 
tried to do a look up while this is playing. I know that there's a chorus, but it, it takes a fucking long time. Tried to do a look up because that riff sounded very familiar to me. Uh-huh. Couldn't come up with anything. I don't even know if there's like samples on almost any of these songs. Song wasn't uh I'll have to look. Wasn't song wasn't on who sampled, so um, who knows. Anyway, uh so that's you, Dead Pumpkins. You have told me before, and I think you mentioned it on one of the more recent uh, episodes. Malenko, I think. If you're going to say what I think you're going to say. About tryhards? Yeah. Okay. I wrote that down. For oh, this okay. song. Tryhard horror core shit. Oh, by the way, there was a sample in uh, from Hey Vato. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what was they, it? Uh, or, wait a minute. They sampled this. Oh, never Oh, never mind. Somebody sampled this. Somebody sampled Hey Vato. Oh, okay. I thought they had a sample. I'm sorry, that was totally, like out of the blue whatever anyway um the other thing that i i was that i really have to say about this is icp the room alone they have they have a flow yes and that's it it's it's that one usually yeah uh mostly at least for this time yeah and and this is old this this is this is around the point of us listening to them weekly, uh-huh. where it's starting to grate on me, especially mm. in this song because it is so, like it's so prominent here because he is just saying this is why we're taking the week off, slogging <laughs> the whole way. It is that one flow, and but, he just doesn't have anything else. So, and oh my god, so the song is just so boring. From the liner notes. This song was on a free cassette that ICP gave to all fans in clown makeup at the first annual Hollywood Clown Show in Detroit. I recall this story. This yes. was in 93. Fans without makeup didn't get shit. Since then, ICP has played Detroit every Halloween night and given fans in makeup a free cassette with a special Halloween song on it each year. The song only took four hours to record and mix, but it took Violent J two weeks to write the lyrics. Um. So, okay, this came out in 93, which is probably shortly after, because I don't know exactly the exact day, but after uh, Beverly Kills. So, consider this to be kind of like a precursor to what Ringmaster, like the style that he that he would rap on. But Ringmaster was better. Good. Um. Okay, so when you think Halloween, you think spooky scary. Yeah, sure. And you have said before about try, like horrorcore being tryhard. Yeah. And that's that's what this really comes off as. Yeah. And I, I I get that now whenever I really sit down and listen to it. This I don't like this song. No. It is too fucking slow. And because of that, if you if they spend really up, fucking long if again, they, if they sped it up by like a third, it would probably sound a whole lot better. Yeah. And I like. Mean, just, I just I, I can't get into it, and I it's important because like as, as I said, like they've done Hallow Wicked every year now, and this was excuse me the first song that they gave away for free on Halloween. Like that's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. Free, free song. That's cool. But you couldn't couldn't make a good one. <laughs> like 
The fact that it took Jay two weeks to write it. Oof. I mean, it takes me like 30 years to write anything because I'm yeah, not a writer I mean, is the thing. Who, who the fuck am I to judge? I've never, but, uh, I've never written a song. Uh, you before. know, it's, it's perfectly valid to judge people for the things that they do. I mean, like, you don't have to be able to do something to be able to look at it and say, like, mm-hmm. I think it's bad. <laughs> that is the worst... I'm going to take a break. We're going we're gonna to split off here real quick. Those are the worst fucking people who comment on goddamn anything where somebody's criticizing someone who's, like, the people who come in and go, like, well, could you fucking do it? Like, you don't have to be able to do something to criticize something. Fuck you. Eat a fucking dick. I, I, I can, I can agree with that sentiment too. Like, it's one thing if, okay, if, if I am a musician, if I am, if I say I'm a rapper, sure, okay, and another rapper says that my song is bad, but can criticize, like, give me constructive criticism. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, who the fuck are you? Right. You're another rapper, whether you're, you know, you've been doing it longer than me. So be it. Okay. If Joe Schmo is telling me that (laughs) at the same time, I'm going to be like, well, are you doing it? (laughs) Like, this is how I'm doing it. But you're not like, what could you come up with? I, I don't know. It's a cheap and easy dunk on somebody, sure. Uh, yeah. But on the other hand of it, like, everybody has to, whenever you get criticism from somebody, regardless of who it is, uh, it's up to you to determine whether or not that criticism is valid for what your goal is. Uh-huh. I mean, if somebody, if somebody comes out, if I, if, let's say I'm a rapper. Okay. And I rap. Okay, Lil Shmeev. Yeah. If a, like like you said, if a rapper does like give you constructive criticism or something like that, the reason why you'd be more likely to take their cr- criticism is it because is you don't have you don't have to <laughs> screen them for whether or not they're actually interested in rap in general. Right. Joe Schmo off the street, they may just not like rap in general, right. so obviously they don't give a fuck about what you do. Mm-hmm. But you know, fans of rap. You can take their you you can take anybody's word into right. consideration. You just look at what they say and say like, is this something that I is this something an aspect that they don't like that I care about? And you work with it, right? And then you just do the same thing for fucking like fifteen years, yeah, and not change anything ever, you know, or be like some local groups from Pittsburgh who do the same fucking set for the last decade. <laughs> Deathlehem. No, I love Deathlehem. <laughs> They're great. Shout out to Deathlehem. I fucking. I can't. Oh god, I really. I just. I, just I can't remember don't. who you're talking about. Fucking chronic zombies. There's the one. They're not that good. What about a little toenail? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, he wasn't even local. He just sucks. He tore with them. That's sad. Yeah, it was not good. He was really bad. Yeah, he was. I would have rather listened to Ouija and Light have a like 20, 20 minute longer set because they were really fucking good. I would have liked Attila to move their set up there so I would have liked to hit like the to, fucking pit and not been in line. I would have liked to hurt Attila. Why couldn't um, Why couldn't Chronic Zombies and Little Toenail be the last sets before ICP came on? You know, the ones that nobody was gonna see. Why Why couldn't they be the ones that play after ICP? As in, everyone's yeah, already fucking left. There you go. At like two in the morning. I'm gonna get fucking jumped at a show next time. <laughs> oh my god, they're opening for Twisted next week. Who? Fucking Chronic Zombies. 
<laughs> oh my god! And it's a fucking oh, it's at Foxtail. And it's all right. A small venue. It's all right. I can't this, avoid it. This episode won't be out for like three weeks. I know, but I still have to listen to Chronic Zombies. You don't. You can go late. No, I have to get there early because I'm VIP. Oh, then you can just like get in early. You don't have to be at the stage at all. I'll just turn my back to them the entire set. There's re-entry, right? Oh, I don't know. Hand stamp? I don't remember. <laughs> Fuck it. Anyways, Dead Pumpkins. It's it's an important song for ICP's history because it's the first Halloween song, but it's not great. They they make much better Halloween songs in the future. All right. Much better Halloween songs. Right. I think literally the second one that comes out is <laughs> infinitely better than Dead Pumpkins. I hope you're right. So uh, we're we're moving on. We're moving on. Where are we going? To track three. Go on. <laughs> Fat Sweaty Betty. Why don't you go into the next room and start getting undressed? What's your free cassette that ICP gave to fans to, to make up, or in makeup. This time at the two back-to-back -back Metal Warp shows in Detroit. ICP always likes to name each show or tour with a different theme to it. Some past ICP shows have been called the Joker's Gallery Show, the Prom Night Massacre Show, the Resurrection Tour, a Chris Carnival Christmas Show, and the Pie in Your Fucking Face Tour. That one was the best. But the tour itself was not that great. Oh. As, as said in Behind the Paint. And they tour with Onyx. Hmm. Um, would, would you like to read my one note on this? Just, you want me to read your note? Yeah, if, if you want. Quote, I'm assuming this is uh, in, in the eyes of ICP slash Shaggy 2 Dope. More or less. Uh, quote, I'm here to make fat jokes, but it's okay because I'd fuck you. That's more or less the impression that I got from this song. It's, I mean, that's right. It's, I don't have to actually... Uh, I do have to... I, I almost forgot about this uh, because I didn't write it down and i was like i'll remember this and i almost didn't remember this ah. something that comes up in shaggy's verse do you recall um <laughs> i think i do <laughs> go ahead and say it and i'll be like ah oh, i knew it do i have to say it just some some casual transphobia from the shags yep. like he do yep uh so let me 
give me one second to, to, to look on Wiki. I want to figure out when this song came out. I'm assuming this is around or before Rona Walks. It's not in there? Uh, it's not, actually. Oh. It just it said the tour that it was on. Um, but on the plus side, it uh, I think it shows it on... Let me see. Bear with me. Because I actually, think the best thing Wikipedia does a good job on on telling where like where it's from too. Oh, it just says from Final from okay from the Metal Warp tour single and scrap from Rotobox. So this would have been on Rotobox. Oh, um, I'm guessing it was replaced with a little something something. Oh, maybe a significantly better song. Yeah, maybe of this style. Well, because you can only have one love song per right, right, right per right. ICP album. The the best thing that I can say yeah. about this song. Is also probably the best thing that I can say about most of their love songs, and it's just that those samples from those fucking records mm-hmm. that they have are mm-hmm. great. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Um, the uh... <laughs> hold on a second. I can also, I mean, I can also say something nice about a little something. Something. It's really good. Uh, got a really good production. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's very like, fucking good. M- Mikey Clark's beats on these are usually pretty good. Um, this one I don't care much for. Let me uh, give me a second because. I'm going to I'm going to bring up the <laughs> the single um they stole the cover similar to how they did with um Terror Wheel yeah um similar to how they did with the Tunnel of Love uh sure Triple X version yeah, yeah, yeah they did that with <laughs> this as well hmm. they just grabbed a a, a plus size uh porn mag and uh, covered up the uh, the naked breastuses, mm-hmm. and just gave it the title and t- slapped ICP on there. So sad to say, but the uh, the the woman who was posing for that probably did not get paid <laughs> for no, her likeness use. Kind of sucks. Yeah, not cool. Um, this is a song that I <laughs> I I want to like it just because it's so dumb, and I know people who fucking love it. I. I can't. Although there was a T-shirt that 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 they made, um, it was on their site up until very recently, and I kept I wanted to buy it, but it was basically just like a big woman sitting on Shaggy Dude up in Violent J. It was a like it was a cartoony drawing, yeah, yeah. and I fucking loved it, and I never bought it, and I'm very sad because it's not available anymore. It will be someday. It might be. For for twenty five dollars, and then when you buy, if you buy five of them, you get an exclusive, <laughs> <laughs> an exclusive piece of fabric from one of their unreleased shirts. <laughs> you don't even get the graphic; it's just a piece of. <laughs> and I hope I get the tag, <laughs> so I know that I was about to wear a two X. No, so I know how to wash it. <laughs> Let's move on. We're gonna go to track four. Willy Bubba. Do. In these parts, 
fanfare at all just what you think i i love this i like this song i love this good song i love this song <laughs> it's it's fun it's goofy do you know what this could be honestly so um the only thing uh that they really put in here is that it was originally meant for uh riddle box okay um they didn't like it for some reason so they took it off and yeah, then why were, not they were they, i don't know they could have put this on there instead of the less good version of chicken hunting uh and then they were gonna put it on malenko but they said no I'm kind of glad it didn't end up on Malenko. I think, it, think it wouldn't have fit with Malenko, honestly. Yeah, no. yeah, it would have um, But you just said, like, oh, instead of the worst version of Chicken Hunt. This literally sounds like it could be a sequel to Chicken Hunt. Yeah, I mean, that's it, all, that's it all basically it is. is. Um, but, um, I, just, this entire song is just fun. Like, both Jay and Shaggy have good verses to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love, we heard it on, on Jay's verse, where uh, where Jay's talking about how they're going to beat him up. And just Shaggy yelling. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, oh my fault. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I shouldn't laugh at this or something. Right. <laughs> um, but, like, A, you got that, like, kind of the, the country-style guitar. It's, it's a banjo. Yeah, the, oh, it's, it's a banjo? Yeah. I couldn't tell. They have a little banjo lead into it. Okay. The... Um, having the animal sounds, yeah. like the farm animal sounds, is great. But... The uh, the chorus and the chant that they have at the end just make mm. the song for me. I don't care. Yeah, I no, well, uh, what I should say too is I bought this album. This was uh, this was on a day. It was shortly after my birthday. Whenever I was, I think I just turned seventeen, seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had got like a bunch of gift cards to so, like Fye and shit and like money. So my mom would just take me out so that I could buy whatever I wanted. And that day I bought like five icp albums and jesus this cd was like 23 bucks or something like 26 bucks or whatever at fye for a two disc even though it's like not a long album or a main album so i originally was holding it and then i put it down we went to um half price books after and this was used for eight (laughs) dollars and i was like hell yeah jesus because all i would have done legit if i would have bought that i would have bought it again and then asked my mom to run me back to nye <laughs> to turn it in i was when i bought the race too huh. um so but, yeah this is a yeah this I song is just goofy and dumb and fun this this the thing is like style like obviously it sounds like riddle box era like you can kind of pinpoint oh, yeah. Yeah, where this, this sounds so yeah i'm glad that they, they wouldn't have put it on malenko because a, their voices don't sound right for it. Um, and even the production sounds a little different. But it's that's because different. That's because the production jump is so high. It is between Riddlebox and uh, uh, yeah. and Malenko had that had that island money. But yeah, there's a uh, yeah. It's it's different from a lot of the other uh, songs of this type that yeah. they that they've done. I mean, like Chicken Hunting. You know, Chicken Hunting is pretty straightforward and all that stuff. But prior to that, a lot of their songs. As I said, whenever we covered them, uh, specifically at the Carnival of Carnage ones and stuff like that, where it's like, I feel like these guys are just using, you know, the Southern racism thing as a shield for 
their fucking misogyny and shit that they're still <laughs> spouting in this. This one, pretty free of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Though I am always amused whenever, uh, I think it's Shaggy that says it. He says, like, you sound like you come from the land of the bigots. Yeah. And I'm like, you mean a Brooklyn accent? The land of segregated schools or something? <laughs> but, you know. The only other thing I took... <laughs> That's just where I go with it, because the South is really easy to dunk on for that kind of stuff, but... Oh my god, the North, let me tell you, when you weren't forced by, uh, you know, post-Jim Crow laws to change things, you don't do it, so you end up worse than the places that did have to change. Yep. Uh, the only other thing that I, uh, I took was uh, in Shaggy's verse, where he says, uh, <laughs> where he says about uh, having him, having Willie Bubba run to the teach, she can't under- understand your redneck-ass speech. Over here. Mm-hmm. And, and she, he says, if she could, she wouldn't do a thing because she's my bitch and she loves to suck my wang. I was like, oh man, Shaggy's getting with a teacher. It's controversy. Again. Oh yeah. Um, Literally two songs later. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, beforehand, but yeah. Yeah, but, yeah it's uh, like... Two oh, songs man. later and a couple albums ago. Yeah. Actually, when was this song? It was, it was Riddlebox. Yeah. Riddlebox era. So this would have been uh, oh, 90... Two uh, weeks before. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. So, uh, yeah, I love Willie Bob. I think it's a fun song. This is yeah. always one of my one of my favorites from the CD. So It's a blast. Yeah. So, uh, moving along, we're coming to the halfway point. Oof. Graveyard featuring, featuring Project Born. Technically, it's Project Born featuring <laughs> CP. supposed to be a verse there okay it's okay so um 
this was uh, this was from Project Born, which was the first group that ICP signed oh, um, okay. to Psychopathic. This is from their uh, their Born Dead EP. Um, I think I mentioned before they Project Born was a group out of Flint, Michigan that ICP wanted to sign and get popular because um, they uh, they wanted them to be the next Dayton family, who were really big out of Flint. Oh, um, and Dayton family was uh, they they were still in high school. Like they were, they were kids basically. ICP signed them um, based on the demo that they gave ICP, and ICP wanted to put that out. And somebody lost the fucking tape, so yeah. Oh my so, god! So Project Born went back in, made the EP, made a new EP, um, and then ICP was on this song. But that album that they put out mm-hmm. was terrible compared to Oof. Uh, compared to what they were given. Um, and as such, ICP ended up dropping Project Born from the label, and I guess there was some, uh, some friction between the two groups for a very long time, because Project Born supposedly was talking shit on ICP. I can imagine. Um, but they ended up linking back together later on. Project Born released, a, I think, a full-length or a double full-length, um, a number of years ago, uh, called Born Dead 2, and I think ICP was featured on that. So, this was recently, so... I mean, obviously they're cool now, but they're probably with some issues. I could imagine. Yeah, that, so, that, that sounds like it would certainly spawn some problems. I mean, also when I said, like, oh, they were still in high school, like, the one person in here clearly sounds like they did not hit puberty yet. Well. Like, they sound super fucking young. Gotta say, rapping with a lisp is very difficult. And he fucking does it. Who? That dude. Oh, he had that? He has a, he certainly has a hint of a lisp. Oh, my friend. Voice. I cannot wait until we get a little farther down the line. I've heard people, I've heard some songs where people rap with like a lisp and stuff like that, and I'm like, that is really fucking impressive. Because gonna... he, he's, he still has some fucking enunciation in that. You're going to have some fun when we get into the 2000s. Okay, then. When we get to Anybody Killer. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I have one note on this, and that was, I would like this song much more if it was just an ICP track. Really? Yes. Oh. I... I don't care for, for Project Born. I it's it's okay. But I just don't care for it. I do really like Violent J's verse because it's basically just him talking about how he is dead. Mm. Um and what somebody else is new? and somebody is like opening his grave and he's pissed off that it's happening, but the person opening it is the ringmaster. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, okay, really that's fun. that's kinda cool. Because this came out around uh, or I think it would have came out just after Ringmaster dropped. So, hmm. um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a long fucking song. The intro's so long, it's just it drags. Yeah, I was okay with the guest verses, honestly. They're all right. The guest verse, as in Project Board. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. you know, it, I I considered a guest verses because I don't fucking know all right. that shit. I wrote that down like that because I was like, no, it's an ICP song. It's not an ICP thing. It says featuring. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's weird to change it on iTunes to make it. Yeah, it's a whole pain in the ass. It's a, it's a, it's a project. Anyway, whenever I was looking this up Uh and I I was looking up Project Born real quick, is one of them dead? I don't know. Okay. I've never like taken time to listen to Project Born because I. This is one of the CDs. It that came. Is, it came up in like the autocomplete things, and I'm like, is somebody in there dead? Oh, I don't know. Let's let's do a quick look on the wikis. It's possible. I wonder if Project Born is even on Wikipedia. I'm gonna look. Hatchetpedia. 
They are on Hatchipedia. Well, they're not on... <laughs> they're, they're not on... They're not on Wikipedia? What the fuck? That says they're active through the present, so who knows? But we don't have any clue as if one of the... I think it's three members. Is it three? I think. Oh. Um. Oh, god damn it. Stop it. No. Can't make me. Um. Yeah. I've, I've never listened to Project Born. I think I might have... Might you have, have now. Well, aside from this song. I think I may have heard them featured on other things, but I've never gone out of my way to listen to it. Oh, they're still, like, this... active and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, on, on, on the face in a book. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Well, there you go. Did they do one of the Fearless Retreat release parties? They yeah. totally did. Which uh, like which uh, which one? I don't know. What would say? Cleveland. Lake oh, they did the one in Cleveland. No shit. Well, good for them. Obviously, they're so cool with ICP to this day. So that's that's cool. Yeah. No, the uh, the Born Dead EP is like impossible to find. Um, you'd think that they would probably like try and put it out again. Um, but... you know that's a that's a really weird thing about ICP. Hmm. Um, they really don't like releasing their music. It seems. <laughs> oh what like <laughs> the the hard to find shit? Yeah. Oh, it's it's a fucking bitch, man. Like I have spent a lot of money on shit that is out of print because for one reason or another it's not getting put back out and it sucks i i've shelled out fifty dollars for a single cd before and that was psychopathic records or psychopaths from outer space i can't wait to cover that one actually that's gonna be fun (laughs) that's it's it's a compilation of people on the label so um that'll be a, a good exposure to some of these other groups when we get there should be in a couple episodes actually i think well, all right, then. we'll find out. Um, so number six, we're actually going to skip. We don't really need to go into it because it is. <laughs> it's uh, Shaggy Two Dubs Fuck Off, and if you want to hear our opinions about that, you can go and check out our episode where we actually talk about Shaggy Two Dubs' entire EP, Fuck Off. It's great. It's really good. Um, at least the song is. So yeah. yeah, go ahead and check that out if you'd like. Um, there you have it. Yep. Yeah, fuck off. Let's fuck off. And now we go on to track seven. I didn't mean to kill him. Sometimes, just, you know... What can you do? Sometimes you just want to assault somebody and then, you know, you accidentally killed them. And then it's a regular weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. I mean, 
So there's a uh, there's a thing in this. Okay. You can hear it right before it goes into the chorus. Okay. There's that little synth line that plays. Okay. A really high-pitched thing. Okay. Is that from a thing? I don't know. It's not showing up on who sampled. It sounds very similar to something that I hear... I don't. I don't actually know where this comes from. There's a there's a great YouTube channel, Innuendo Studios. Okay. Um, do a lot of political related videos and all that stuff. Okay. The track that they have at the very end of their videos sounds a lot like that. Oh. In fact, I might just look one up real quick. So, so you're saying that they're down with the clown? They took this song. No, I don't think so. Because it's not this just, song. Just, it's just, literally just like that synth line that comes they just, out. They it. just adjusted the pitch and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from the liner notes. The song was made in 1995, and it was going to be on the Riddlebox album, but ICP thought it wasn't good enough. It ended up as a B-side on the Chicken Hunting single released by Jive Bitch-Ass Records. <laughs> the funniest thing about this song is the voice that you hear screaming like a bitch at the end of each verse. What ninjas don't know is who that is. Well, believe it or not, it's ICP's thuggish homie and bodyguard Billy Bill, who's famous for ripping heads in half. If you step on his bad toe hard enough, he'll scream like a woman. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds a little silly, but... A little bit. It, so if you, if you give a listen to this real right, quick... let's check it. <laughs> just a little bit of that. It's like for like a second in this song... Hey, I love that beat. It sounds great. I mean, it sounds cool. But no, there's like a there's like a little synth line right before the chorus, the the hook in this that just uh, uh, tugs uh, at my goddamn brain. Um, I uh I, I like what what did I write on this one? Oh, um, I I loved that Jay being concerned that he killed somebody. Yeah, is really funny because he for once did not intend to kill someone. The, the first time ever. Um, well, wait, no, second time, Amy. Oh, yeah. What can you do? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, uh, it, it's funny, like, he, he gets more and more, like, paranoid as it goes on, which just makes this even funnier. Like, when he gets the, the phone call from the police. Yeah, oh, this is Jimmy. <laughs> oh, this is Jimmy. I'm alive. I'm not dead. I gotta go. Like, got him. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, it worked. Fucking hey. <laughs> Dumb cop. Yeah, it. I. It's weird they didn't put it on Riddlebox. Yeah, it could have fit. I think this one could have gone. There, there's songs that they could have taken off of it. I would have somewhere. I don't remember any of them. But I would have taken this instead of Cemetery Girl. Yeah, that's that's just my opinion. That's an but, easy one. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a fun song. I like it a lot. The 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 beats just beats kind of everywhere, but I like it. Yeah, it's, it's not it's bad. Got, it's got that funk. <laughs> that funk that, that Mikey Clark does really fucking well. Mikey Clark is really good. He's so Clark. goddamn good. I say that way too much. Basically, just like does does Mikey? I mean, Mikey Clark obviously he did beats for a lot of different people, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But again, uh, it was it was around like Riddlebox time. We should rip off our idols again and what? do a do do a series where we cover other groups that he did. <laughs> um. <laughs> He, um, like, he, he renamed his studio The Fun House hmm. um, around that time, I think. And that was when he was almost exclusively working with ICP. Like, he knew, like, what they needed and all that shit. And, you know, they worked really well together. So, yeah. obviously, that's why we get such good fucking production. And why we continue to get that for another 
up until 2000. And then again in 2009. <laughs> the, the, the 2000s were a weird time. We'll get there at some point. Were they ever? <laughs> um, 9-11 yeah. happened and he was just like, I can't produce for you guys anymore. I'm sorry. I'm grieving. Up next. <sighs> track 8. Southwest Strangle. Police are facing is the actual looter. The airplane crashed on the freeway and looters are coming for her home. something whenever we talked about fat sweaty betty uh-huh. and i remembered it because i heard a shaggy verse <laughs> okay i think was it the smog it was the smog where he did it and he does it again in fat sweaty betty where he literally like rhymes let me in with let me in and i was like jesus christ shaggy well again shaggy is the lazier of of the group i don't know about that so he puts a lot of like physical labor in with destroying his vocal cords i mean yeah um okay so before we get into more uh southwest strangle the song was going to be on shaggy two dope's solo album that shaggy got started but he never finished between everything else that was going on shaggy never had time plus he's a slacker and he liked to spend any free time he had at titty bars with his crew that be- that he calls the triple threat Shaggy and his two homies, Billy Bill and Poncho. This was back in 94. The album never happened, but the Triple Threat still lives on to this day. Huh. Um. So. Some, real quick, one, one thing I want to say is there's there's something that they do. He does it in this song. Um, And they did it in Stomp. And it happens in other songs, too. Okay. I really like musically where there'll be the the music will be going on they're rapping and then the music cuts out and then they say something else um god i can't remember what the fuck line was in this one but but you're just talking about cutting the music to like emphasize a line yeah oh yeah that's all like good. like i remember in stomp when he was like stomp your face stomp your ass and then, it, and then the music cuts out stomp your titties like Mm-hmm. It just sounds like funny. Oh yeah. But it's perfect for ICP. It is. And like I don't know, it just if I if for some reason I was like kind of blanking out while listening to it, hearing no music but just that would immediately like it, bring it me catches back your in. attention, yeah. Um 
it's it's so it's funny to me and i like those are ways answer. that you overcome the fact that you have one flow in your raps <laughs> uh, you, you use other fancy tricks to to uh you know sort of emphasize things and change things up and catch people's ears what you, what you got in your notes this is the worst of the southwest series of songs <laughs> Well, if you think about it, it's not in that series. I know at all, but I'm considering it a part of We've it. We've already no. This is this is Shaggy's response to the Juggler. Well, because because Violent J up until 2008 <laughs> was the Juggler. Shaggy had to be something. Who took his spot in 2008? <laughs> He, nobody. He just came up with a different name. Michael Karras, local juggler. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. Well, okay. Anyways. Anyway, it's the worst of the Southwest no. <laughs> series of songs, which began with Southwest Song, a oh! classic. Southwest Voodoo. Yeah. A great fucking song. Southwest Strangle, it's whatever. Um. <laughs> I did like the part where he has like the little samples of other ICP songs in there. He drops a, drops a series oh, of towards them the in end, a row. Yeah, because yeah. uh, what they they reference uh, balloons. Balloons, definitely one of them. Yep. Um, there's something from Carnival of Carnage. Oh, there's like three things, three or four of them in a row, and I remember. I know all of them. I just don't remember them right now. I think Seventeen Dead is, is Seventeen one of them. Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's a whole bunch of them. It's yeah. And then there's some. There, there's there's some scratching in this. Is uh, it is it Shaggy? You know what? We don't actually have a, any any indication. If I had to guess, it probably is. But the important thing that I wanted to point out about that scratching in particular is that oh, it reminds me... Oh, wait, you know me... what? Hold on. Uh, Let's see. No, I, still, I got nothing on here. That really sucks. Oh. Well, the really important thing is I just wanted to say that it reminds me of uh, P.O.D.'s Rock the Party in their little scratch break in that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You recall... It's been a long time since I've heard that song. Oh, well, we'll listen to it after, oh, after it the out. episode. Um, the only other thing I want to say is uh, Shaggy consistently, like, especially as the song goes on, he sounds like more desperate, <laughs> like, <laughs> in his needs to strangle. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's fucking great, and I love it. Um, also, <laughs> why is it that even in a Shaggy solo song, we have to have Violent J? Like, no matter what. It, we always we will have Violent J. Him. Um, which, I mean, admittedly, he doesn't do anything except he's in the, the quote-unquote choruses, like the breaks, um, as somebody on death row. Of course. <laughs> like, I don't know, it's, it's, it makes sense, and it's silly, but at the same time, I kind of would have just wanted a regular chorus. I don't know. I, I like the song. I actually do like the song. It's okay. So, I mean, <laughs> just him, like, randomly, like changing from his regular rapping to yelling more and like alternating it's almost like dmx oh god like dmx could just be rapping normal and then he'll just all of a sudden raise his voice for no reason but he doesn't <laughs> move away from the mic while he does it nah <laughs> like it just i don't know i like it it works home stretch we're moving on it's 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 march when we're recording this but I'm I'm in the holiday spirit. Are you? I am. Oh. But you know what? Well, you you know. Do you know what? What? Santa, he's a fat bitch. 
Well, very appropriately, I have a song for you. <gasps> no shit! Let me put it on. Fucking cool! Understand that Jay is up on a roof sniping with a nine. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. You know the great thing is there's other songs where other people on Psychopathic Records totally do that. I mean, I'll acknowledge <laughs> that like a nine mil is not exclusively like a fucking Beretta or something, <laughs> but that's probably what he's talking about. I don't think he means like you know I got an MP5 up there. <laughs> I don't know. Which you still probably shouldn't be sniping with. <laughs> well, you know what? He's making it work. I guess. Alright, so, from the from the notes. This joint was first released as a part of a four-song Christmas EP called A Carnival Christmas that was out on Psychopathic Records during the holiday season of 94. Psychopathic made and sold 10,000 copies of it that year. Island Records later re-released this song as a single during the holidays of 97, and it rose to number 40 on Billboard's charts. That makes ICP a top 40 band like the Backstreet Boys and Hanson. The chicks hate ICP. No. <laughs> um, I tell you I met a Hanson fan in the year of our Lord 2018. A Fanson, as she said. Just want to throw that out there for you. Have a nice day. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Hanson, uh, they have continued to create music uh, to this very day, in fact. Like, they're still, like, touring and all that stuff. Uh, they didn't stop immediately after Mbop or the other song that I remember hearing a lot as a kid. They had one on VH. They had a video on VH1 that I'd see almost every morning. Uh, if only, that was the song. That was the other Hanson one. Uh, but no, this this woman uh, did a monologue for a for an improv set, and she talked about her her Hanson fandom, and I was like, "That's cool." I'm waiting for the cyanide pill that I just start to kick in. Ah, uh, you know it'll it'll get there. I'm sure. Great. Hopefully, it'll hold out until after we finish the last song in the album. Anyway, Sam's a fat bitch. I I think it's goofy, goofy fun. It's it's fun. It's a it's an all right song. It's not it's not quite a Chiron Beta Prime or Christmas at Ground Zero, but it's all right. <laughs> Um, Christmas at Ground Zero, by the way, I just want to point out. A long time ago, I had a I had a Weird Al DVD uh, that I that I put on, and Christmas at Ground Zero came on, and my aunt almost got really offended by it. And I was like, "This was like from I think the '90s or something like that." He's talking about the fucking atom bomb, like his 
Americans' brains are so broken that the only thing that they can think of whenever they hear Ground is Zero is not mystery. is not like the point of an incident or like an explosion or something like that, but just nine eleven. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, think about the soldiers. All those soldiers. Yeah. When you, when you think that when you when you think you're tired, do you know who's tired? The men Weird and women Al. defending our freedom. Weird Al, probably. Probably. He's been doing this shit for a long time. He's still touring. Yeah. He was on Game Crumbs. It was great. That's true. He was on It Game was Crumbs. really fucking funny. Anyway, this is about ICP. We're just... Um. We, have, we have to have these fucking tangents. We're taking the break next week, so yes. whenever we come back, Sorry. we'll be fresh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gotta happen. With me going to, on the, to the Twisted Concert next week, and just... I'm not going to listen not to just, any ICP. I'm not going to touch a single fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to listen to Juggalo, the, uh, Juggalo Juice is going to come on. You'll be like, nope, can't do it. I'm going to have to listen to the episodes to edit them, but I'm not going to listen to anything on my free time. <laughs> I'm going to put the Ruby soundtrack on, and I'm going to fucking just there we go. rock the fuck out. Um. So anyways, about the song, the point that I'm just going to say is, I was like, it actually makes a lot of sense, uh, given that ICP was poor. Uh, so Indeed. they barely got any presents as kids. So yeah, Santa's a bitch. <laughs> I actually still believe in Santa. Yeah, yeah. I th- that's not that's not me. Like just saying, like fucking, like oh uh, yeah, Santa's great. Like no, I still believe in Santa because Santa's dope. That's all I gotta say. Oh, okay, <laughs> I love Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I like Santa. Santa got me cool some cool stuff. I'll make sure yeah. that whenever I have kids in the years, Santa gets some socks. Hell so yeah. that So that whenever my kids go to school and they say that Santa got them socks, but they also got a PlayStation 6 from their parents. Yeah. So that the kids who may not have gotten that Santa, you know, only got them socks, they'll be like, I got socks too. Yeah, from Santa. It's like, oh, Santa knew that you all wanted socks. Just tell them that, like, the PS5 was from Rich Santa. (laughs) And all the other kids will be like, well, that makes sense. My parents can't talk to Rich Santa because they're poor. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Oh, classism. Again. That's how it works. (laughs) Lower middle class. Something like that. Ish. Uh, I think I'm on my way to low class. <laughs> Final track, track 10, Witching Hour featuring Misery. Technically, it's Misery featuring ICP. Let's get to it Oh, this is another one of those? Yep. Okay. Let's go. We are gathered here today to mourn the loss of a punk-ass motherfucker who thought he was the shit. Turns out he was the shit, a piece of shit. You see, this young hooligan wasn't afraid to die, so he put his life on the line. To gain respect in his neighborhood. Well, the only respect he gets now is from the maggots and worms that are snacking on his dead
wanted that to play a little more, so we actually got to Misery, since it's his song. Alright. Um, Why does he rap second, then? Um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. So, real quick, from the liner notes. The song is off of Misery's EP entitled Para La Ila on Psychopathic Records. Misery is the shit, and ICP plans on doing much more shit with him. How did that pan out? He's from the South Bronx in New York, and he met ICP through Violent J's brother, Jumpsteady, who has family in the Bronx. Since then, ICP and Misery have become very good homies, and they have done over 100 shows together across the U.S. and Europe. Chicks love Misery. Oh. So. Are they still? uh, Are they still cool? Nowadays, yes. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, is there a... No, it's not so much that they weren't that they weren't cool. Um, it's that Misery stopped rapping. Oh, okay. Um, that happens. Actually, if you remember, and I, I remember this from uh, listening to the, the commentary on Big Money Hustlers, mm-hmm. uh, Misery plays uh, Green Willie, the guy who's got all the gold, like all the fake gold and shit. Okay. Okay. Um, he's all painted up like gold and all this sure. shit. Um. At one point, like, during the, the scene where everybody is causing mayhem and shit, he just randomly runs up behind a woman and, like, takes her necklace and runs off. And they just keep cutting, like, the woman screaming. And they're cutting to, like, him running away, constantly looking back, like, smiling, like, <laughs> like, holding this, like, as the woman is just, like, standing there, like, ah! Ah! <laughs> And Violent J pointed out that the woman that he stole God. the necklace from was the woman that he left the rap game for. Oh. So it's like, oh, okay. But, uh, Misery's back rapping. He actually just, uh, last year, excuse me, um, they re-released Paralela. Okay. For the uh, 20th anniversary. Gave it more songs. And it also included a, uh, a new album that he'd been putting, or, like, writing on for, like, five years or some shit. Um, but yeah, after, after this EP came out, um, he, uh, he left, uh, the label, like, probably within a year or something like that. Huh. Um, but it was one of the things, like, they, they hooked up because Jumpsteady's, uh, that's Jumpsteady's brother-in-law. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they met because him and then, uh, Twisted, which we'll come to a little bit later, um, they went on the, I think it was the Malenko tour with ICP um and the only thing was they had to be kind of like the roadies mm-hmm. and help out with like the stage stuff but ICP was like you guys can do that or you guys can set up your own merch booths and stuff if you do that for us mm-hmm. and so it worked out so they had this like big group um doing all that stuff and it worked out pretty well nice um so I mean the description basically the description of the song was just like life just goes on after you're dead. Yeah. Like that's really all it is. Like everything that you thought was gonna be all great, you know, you're dead, that shit changes. It's kinda like a reverse pass me by. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's Which is why this makes more sense as not being an ICP song. Right. Well, Misery uh himself, I don't know if he was actually in a gang. But he's affiliated with uh, Spanish Side, which was a, a group in the Bronx. Again, I don't know if they were actually a gang or anything. Probably about as much of a gang as what ICP was. Jeez. Um, but I, I don't know. I could be wrong. 
come at to tell me. I don't know. <laughs> um, Misery, come on the show. Oh man. Um, I. <laughs> when we get, if we if we get into more stuff involving Misery, because there's for a fact there's at least one other song that you'll hear that has Misery on it. Okay. Um, and Misery will do um a, a lot of Spanglish in some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. And I spoke with somebody, this is a long time ago, I spoke with somebody on Twitter about Misery, uh, a guy who is uh, of Hispanic descent, mm-hmm. and he said that there are a number of times where, depending on the song, when Misery is speaking in Spanish, he's not making any fucking sense. <laughs> 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 like... He's rapping, but the context of the words make no sense whatsoever, Perfect. and he just shouldn't do it. And I'm like, okay. Um, and the sad thing is, is like misery. His part is, I don't know if it's the best in here, but like his is the most unique. Yeah, like his verses actually offer something a little bit different compared to like Jay. The chorus is whatever. I yeah. like Jay's like time for your blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. time for like that's cool honestly i would have just rather that than the, the the chorus i mean it is what they ride out on at the end of it yeah well i mean it's it that's as much of a chorus as like come see the show big top show walk in hand with the dead carnival uh-huh. like it's not the chorus but i'm coming home i mean yeah. same so i don't know again again jay has one flow <laughs> which isn't necessarily true i've heard him rap with different flows before even before this we're just, we're just he just fucking a doesn't but again but this song i mean came out in uh, i think it was 97 so this is like significantly later than a number of these other songs yeah um i think on this disc it's the it's the latest song so yeah it's uh, let's see track da, 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 this is Track 10. CD1 track. Fuck off. Got nothing. There's no info on it. What the fuck? Hmm. Oh. No, it would just be 98 then. So, yeah, that makes sense. 97 and A. Who fucking knows? Anyways. Song is okay. Um, I don't mind the instrumental. Um, But, like... This this is the pro the only problem that I really have with the song is Misery's part is pretty good. Like his verses are okay. Sure. The the thing that Jay does works, but like because Violent Jay's like part is slow and it matches the beat, it makes the song itself seem slow. But when yeah. Misery comes in, it actually sounds better because he's doing something different. It's like House of Mirrors. Yeah, oh, where Shaggy God, and yeah. and Jay do the the same like kind of triplet flow, yeah, and then Capital E comes in and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna just fuck up everything y'all just did." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's an okay song to me. But uh, again, another reason why it's just put on Forgotten Freshness. People may not have known who the fuck Misery was, so they threw the song on there and been mm-hmm. like check this guy out there you have it because because we're gonna we're gonna do more stuff with this guy they didn't do more stuff with him <laughs> until way later it's okay oh you know they got around to it took some time but so with that i don't have much more to say about witching hour do you have anything no no probably drag that out way too fucking long that's forgotten freshness volume one what's your favorite song on it just going right into that yeah
not even gonna like have a moment to no. just just simmer down off. Well, of no, we'll get there in a second. Or do you want to simmer down? Do you want to just talk about the overall album? Simmer down. For okay. A bit. Simmer down, motherfucker. Overall, <laughs> it's just it's just a bunch of songs. It's a collection. It's a bunch of songs that I feel like uh, a decent chunk of them could have stayed forgotten, and it would have been okay. <laughs> Willie Bubba's alright. It's Willie a good Bubba. song. Uh, Willie Bubba might be the best one on here. Hmm. Originally, I did say that Fuck Off was just the best. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, Willie Bubba's pretty good. Okay. I mm, I don't know if I have a direct favorite, but I mean, it might be just a three-way tie of, of Hey Vato, Willie Bubba, and I didn't mean to kill him. I just really like those songs. Um, and yeah, it's, I mean, you're right. Like, I even when I bought this way back then, it was, ooh, it's cheap. This is a way to, for me to get, like, more songs mm-hmm. quick. Um, I was glad I only paid, like, eight bucks for it. Had I spent the twenty three or twenty six buck Oof. price tag that they had listed for it, that's a big old no. There's a couple albums that had an ungodly price. Like this was one of them. Psychopathics from Outer Space Two was always showing up as like twenty three bucks, and was Jesus just fucking insane. I've spent a lot of money on some CDs before. Probably the most that I spent was just on an import, which right, it's a fucking import. Yeah, so, so that makes sense. But. Like domestic things like this, yeah, that's twenty some fucking bucks. Yeah, it's for right, man. a ten track. Something. Well, well, remember this is it was packaged as two discs. Okay, so well. but even so, like ten ten songs on the first one. There's eleven on the next. Yeah, twelve a pop for each uh, CD, basically. It's, I don't know. It's just uh, a lot of times you'll see like double albums would still be a little bit cheaper, like at least under twenty bucks. But I don't yeah. know. I mean, next week we'll find out if. Volume 2 has anything to add that I would consider worth it. <laughs> I, I'm i going to look on here. Hold on. I'll Let's scroll see. down and have a look while you're looking. You know what? Oh, that's right. Two I did look at all really this good. stuff. Yeah, there's... Two, volume 2 is really fucking good. We'll see. It's... it's Oh, man. Nah, two's, two's good. We're going to... Oh, boy. We're, yeah, oh, Men of War. Boy. Oh, yeah, but hey, there's like two songs that we don't have to touch at all because... A three. Is this the same one? Yeah. It's spelled wrong. Uh, they changed it. They I suck. Know. So, in, in, in other words, next episode, there's only be, there'll only be nine songs that we actually go over. Ten for me, because I actually get to talk about one. <laughs> yeah, you don't really need to, though. It's a bad song. I'm going to. It's probably the best song on that CD. You fool. You dropped, you dropped your cap. Life is hell. You fool! Anyway. Shoot a, an energy beam at your face. So, I like Forgotten Fresh is Volume 1. It, it's an album. It's not bad. I mean, it's it's not great by any stretch. And again, this was the first volume with a slightly altered track list. Um, I don't quite know what the ones that were... I know one song that was taken off of the original. Um, and we might talk talk about it in the future. But, um, I mean, I could look in the book, but I'm not going to right now. Because I don't care enough. Okay. Um, it's not something that I would throw on like to listen to like straight through yeah this i don't, I don't think know any of the if, forgotten precious is all i don't know if while browsing through 
my music collection. I would even bother looking at it to pick something out necessarily, unless I just really wanted to hear, unless something just reminded me that Willy Bubble was a song, and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe I'll listen to that. That's fair. It's not something that I'd even look look for to be like, yeah, let's just grab a song off this. Let's go. You know, it's it's there. Most I think most of the other CDs really do have at least like one standout where it's like if you were putting everything on shuffle but you had to pick a song first, it's like, okay, I'm in the mood to hear the song first. Yeah. Like, and not wait until it maybe comes up on shuffle. This one doesn't this, really have anything this that stands out at all. Um, I will say though that from from kind of volume two on, but like the other uh Forgotten Freshness, which there's Officially, three other ones that are out so far. Hmm. The other ones get better. Um, okay. As in, like, with this one, we just got stuff that was between 93 and 97 or 98. Yeah. It's kind of a short time frame. But all the other ones, because they've come out later, have a much wider time frame. And so we get more variety as to the sounds and styles. Yeah. Um, Which is going to make it a little more fun. Uh, to to go over, I think oh, I never gave you those ones. Uh, I don't have the other ones now. Um, oh, okay, but yeah, I mean, this encompasses when Great Malenko came out, doesn't it? Uh, that'll show up pretty much on the next album. Okay, the next album will have. Well, the some next one does. Yeah, it does have the one thing from Great Malenko because it's I'm got like, a couple. It's like there was good stuff on Great Malenko. What's the deal? <laughs> yeah, I where mean, did it all where did it all come from? Yeah, but like Forgotten Freshness Three comes out in one originally. Um, Forgotten Versus 4 came out in 05, and then Forgotten Versus 5 came out in 2015, I think? Oh. It's a big jump. Um, but they've all got some pretty good tracks on there. And the, right. and the fun thing is, because I picked up some of that random shit in between there, that would mean that there's songs that we would skip <laughs> when we get to those albums. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Unless that you gotta worry about listening to. Woo! <laughs> well, but... I think that's about it for this episode. Yeah, I think we can wrap it up, uh, um, as always. Thank you for, for listening to thank us. Thank you so much for listening. Again, congratulations. Tim Henderson. Yep. Ex- well, I mean, you don't have to expect it anymore. We've already yeah. corresponded. You, you probably, should have already gotten You probably this. already have the CDs, honestly. You're probably not even listening to us talk right now, because you're just busy bumping that 29 tracks of... Flip the Rat and Fearless Fred Fury. Or you're waiting until we get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, funny enough, it's I just actually... just sitting on your shelf as long as mine's going to sit there. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to have a long time to wait. <laughs> we actually, uh, it was a couple days ago, I just went through, I listened to the album, to, to the two albums back, uh, front to back again, to finally delete songs I didn't like. Oh, uh, yeah. And out of the 29 or 28 tracks, I oh, got rid God. of officially six of them. Six or six or seven, which is not bad. Yeah. Like aside from the intros, I think I only got rid of like four songs on Fearless for Fury. Five, five total, five total on Fearless for Fury, and three tracks on Flip the Rat. So, not too bad. Um, although I did see like the one person that I talked to, she was like, she was like, it's been a month and I'm still trying to like Fearless for Fury, and I'm like, fuck. I was like, oh. I think it's good. It's not their best. Got got number forty three on Billboard. <laughs> far far calls from the number one that they wanted to get to. Oh uh, yeah, you tried. But, but you know what? It's whatever. That so, yeah. said, you know where to find us. You can follow me at Schmeve. You can follow me 
at Mike Spawn, the SEJ. You can, you can fo- follow the account. Yeah, we at have. Juggalo Judgment. We're gonna fix our graphics someday. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't say that at the beginning. I no, don't you think. didn't. Um. So our graphic has been up for about two months now, and I've made it a point multiple times. I know that whenever we did the contest, that we had to point out, oh, Juggalo Judgment. There's no e in between G and M, and Schmeeb made a, a passing joke. Because one of the people who entered said that they entered, uh, they sent the email during, the, like, the original time. Beverly Kills, yeah. Yeah. And said, uh, oh, but I sent to the wrong email. He's like, oh, he probably put an E in between that. Well, when I happened to look at the email, I looked at the graphic, and the fucking graphic, <laughs> judgment is spelled wrong. Like, technically, it's an okay pro- like it's a way to spell it, but the way that we have it, of J-U-D-G-M-E-N-T, the graphic has an E between the G and the M. And right now you're yelling that Naomi is just in tears in the I, next room. <laughs> and I'm not, but here's the, I'm not mad at Naomi because she didn't, she didn't know what it was supposed to be called, like, or, or how it's supposed to be spelled. But the fact that it took us two months to, to actually realize it, it just, it makes me mad because I'm very inner-retentive about shit like that. And I can't believe I didn't notice it until just like two hours ago. Um, That's some so we're gonna fix that, that. <laughs> and it makes me really glad that I didn't try and make any merch or anything with it. <laughs> I'd have been like, oh well, you got a special one. <laughs> you got that super rare one you could sell on eBay for three hundred dollars. Yeah, we get a cut. Uh, <laughs> like hell we do. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're gonna change that in the future. We'll get around to maybe, it. or we're just gonna be like, eh, fuck it, it's interchangeable. Yeah, who gives a shit? No, I do. <laughs> anyway you know but, follow yeah. us on all that follow stuff, us on juggalo uh, judgment uh, at juggalo judgment on twitter juggalo judgment on facebook at juggalo judgment on instagram juggalo judgment at gmail.com send that email talk to us tell me i am lonely things about icp that i ask questions about tell me why that this I'm, fool doesn't know tell me why i'm not a down ass juggalo wicked killer clown yell at us about our opinions if you do it in all caps that means that you're yelling yeah. And that's how we'll know. It also means you're right. It'll be like a howler from Harry Potter, except it's not actually don't talk to saying me it. I'm sorry, I know you don't watch Doctor Who. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it. And yeah. uh, it's um, about that time. Shout out to MS13. No! Finish your Fagos. Do not! I mean, they can finish their Fagos if they want, but don't. No! No! Finish your fagos. Finish fagos, but no!